Whether you drink soy milk, oat milk, almond milk, rice milk or chalky milk, we've got a seat at the table for you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Matt O'Kine, what did your careers counsellor tell you you should be when you're at school? Uh, I was in a boy band when I was in year 12 um, <laughs> called 4.1, represent. We took out the Brisbane State High School's uh, talent contest. Thank you very much. Because it wasn't it because um, four of you were quite good and there was just one dude who was a real straggler? <laughs> yep, shout out to Busy. Now, um, <laughs> we all had our names. I was Matty O. OH exclamation mark. Yeah, OH exclamation mark. Anyways... <laughs> Pretty sure the careers counsellor advised against that <laughs> career. But look, I'll tell you what, if the career, we, we've got a guest today, Alex Dyson, where if a career counsellor sat me down in year 12 and said, don't be a boy band, there's a different job out there that actually exists. And they told me about this job, I would have laughed them out of their office all the way to the tuck shop, honestly, because... My jaw was on the floor when I found out about what our guest today does. It gives me, like, the idea of doing this man's job gives me the squirmies. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to say it sounds extremely stressful, but he seems relatively unfazed. We're going to find out what Bill Edgar does for a living as he is the coffin confessor. We're also going to be deep diving into the new system that we want to take over Australia and possibly the world, Alex Dyson. We don't know exactly what the system is yet, the Okine Dyson system. We talked about it yesterday. And yeah. We've received a lot of suggestions on our Instagram at matt.n.alex and uh, we're going to be figuring out which one deserves the hot spot on our soon-to-be-registered Wikipedia page. It should be a whole heap of fun. So thank you for joining us. This is All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Matt, I am so excited to chat to our next guest who has started a business which is taking off. He's a businessman, counsellor, author, and one of Australia's leading private detectives, but his latest project is getting a lot of attention worldwide, so much so that the world's largest reality show producers from Paramount Pictures have got onto him to create a show based around this profession. Uh, his name is Bill Edgar, and he joins us right now from the Gold Ghost. Hello, Bill. G'day, guys. How are we today? We're great, man, and I'm so excited to be chatting to you because uh, your j current job title is one that I never, well, I don't think ever existed before this moment. So can you tell us the fact that you are a coffin confessor, uh, what exactly is that? Well, basically, I, uh, I'm hired to attend funerals on behalf of the deceased and let some home truths fly. So... <laughs> So I, I think the best way I could wrap my brain around it is at a wedding when people say up, has anyone got a reason these shouldn't meet? And then there's an awkward moment when someone stands out and then just, you know, blurts <laughs> out the truth. You do that, but for funerals, but you're employed by the person who is, who is in the casket. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's not like I just rock up to any funeral and crash it. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually engaged by the client uh, before they pass and, um, for instance, my very first funeral, I had to uh, interrupt the eulogy being read by the best mate and I had to stand up and uh, introduce myself and say, listen, everybody, please excuse me, but the man in the coffin has something to say and you're about to hear what it is. And his best mate performing the eulogy can uh, sit down and shut up because he knows you've been trying to screw his wife. <laughs> Whoa! Now, as someone who's not big on confrontation, uh, <laughs> Bill, 
that sounds like an extremely <laughs> stressful moment for me to get up. I'd be going hot. I, I'd be stuttering. My, the paper in my hands I'd be reading from would be shaking. What about yourself? How do you handle situations like that? Oh, uh, look, I'm, I'm pretty fine with it. I mean, uh, obviously the best mate did the, uh, the runner. He took off pretty quick. Uh, me, myself, I'm, I'm pretty fine with it now because I look at the, um, the surroundings and, and all the people I've met so far that are now deceased. I mean, the, the family members that turn into vultures and, mm. and it's incredible. Like th- there's nothing worse than a family member coming in and going through someone's property before they're even in the ground and that's what's going on. So it's, oh it's, it sort of it helps me a lot in, in seeing the way the uh, families act and I think, you know what, it's their funeral so why can't they go the way they want to go? This is incredible. And so you started as a leading a private detective. Is that how you got into this? Yeah. Was it your idea or did someone bring you in for an idea, the idea? Yeah, so I'm still a private investigator. So what happened is is I was working on a case for a gentleman um, and he was terminally ill and we got to – speaking about, you know, death and the afterlife and things like that. And then he said, yeah, I'd like to do something memorable for my funeral. And I suggested he do his own eulogy. And he goes, you know what? And I know a lot of guys that have done that in the past and the families don't play it because they're too scared or it's too invasive for them. So they just don't play it. And I said, well, I could always crash your funeral for you. And about three weeks later, I get this text and he goes, you're on. I'm going to have you crash my funeral. And, uh, yeah, i got to say from that funeral led to another one and another one and another one. So I had to come up with a name and I came up with uh, the Coffin Confessor. That's wait, incredible, wait, Bill, Bill. How do you – How? okay, sorry, just just, <laughs> just let's be honest here. If I'm at a funeral, right – it's it's you know it's a family member whoever, Th- then some random gets up and starts going. Nah, he says he hates all of you, and he's keeping the money for him for donating. I'd be like, who is this clown? Get him out of here. So how do they know that you're the real deal? Yeah, so the, there is a contractual agreement between me and my client. There's also a video of me, myself and my client going through the process of what we do and what I'm about to do. Um, so there's that as a guarantee for me so I can't be litigated. But the other side of it is, yeah, it's confronting for a lot of the family members and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, most people want to hear what their loved, loved one left unsaid. They really do. And so once you get the crowd on your side, you're pretty right. And there, obviously you get the odd person that will come up and go, you know, I don't believe that was bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. seriously, is that really what he said? And I'll say to them, look, I've got a video. I have the contract. All you have to do is go to a lawyer, go to the police, go to whoever, dog me in, and I'll present that because that's the only way you're going to get to see it. That's absolutely wow. miraculous, Bill. <laughs> that's huge. What would you say is the the biggest confession you've ever done uh, at a funeral? Uh, look, you, you've got to say that the infidelity is the biggest one. Mm. You know, it, it really is. I mean, I've got to say the one that uh, a gentleman, well, a brother died and, and he left a message to his brother saying, how's your wife and my kids? Whoa! Yeah. And so you're in the room. Can you tell us what happens, you know, after you say that in the room? Yeah, look, there's a lot of dismay. There's a lot of uh, turning around looking. But at the same time, I don't sort of end it there. I sort of keep carry on with what's being written. Mm. Um, and it's not like I write it. They write exactly what I say. So it rolls on to something else like, 
for instance, that, that particular funeral, you know, I would have said that. But at the same time, just after that, I would have said, oh, is, uh, is Greg and Diana in the, in the room? And they, yeah, yeah, we're here. And I'd say, oh, can you please stand up? And they'd stand up. And I'd say, right, my client in the box, haven't seen you for 30 years, so can you f*** off? <laughs> <laughs> Good this, is this, this is absolutely wild. I, I can see why you're making a, a you know a show about it in the in the US. That's incredible stuff. And and I mean, aside from the attending of the actual funeral, um, you actually do some other stuff behind the scenes as well, don't yeah. you? Yeah, so uh, lately there's been a lot of home sweeps. So a home sweep is where a person that's had a fall or their illness prevents them from being at home any longer and they're taken by ambulance or whoever to the hospital, usually in palliative care, and I get hired to go back to that home, their home and remove certain items that they don't want family or friends to find. And it could be anything from sexual items, lingerie, could be could be drugs, could be anything. What? Goodness me, is it, if it is like something illegal or something, do you, are you putting yourself at risk by doing that, Bill? I've never said it's illegal, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, you know, at the end of the day, I, I go in, I remove the items, I film what I take and mm-hmm. they're incinerated. I film that process and they're gone. Um, is, is it can be construed as illegal? I don't know. I'll wait until I get caught. Yeah, goodness. Well, as you <laughs> well, said, it's getting massive. This this reality show is going to be coming out at some point. I guess people will be following yeah. you around. And it sort of reminds me of, I know in Australia when The Chaser was like an underground comedy thing, they'd rock up at press conferences and they'd be able to pull off these stunts. But as they became more and more well-known, it became more difficult. Are you getting to a yeah. point where you're at a funeral and you can hear whispers, oh, my God. The coffin confession's here. <laughs> yeah, Something's I about to go down. <laughs> you turned up at a funeral I was at. Are you well, getting you know a bit what? more well-known or what's happening? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I actually I, I actually drive an old 50-year-old uh, car, an XB Mad Max coupe, right, and the number plate's a coffin confessor. <laughs> so whenever... <laughs> Make a grand entrance uh, every yeah. time. Well, yeah. I've got it nowadays, so I may as well, be, I may as well advertise when I'm there. Hey, but I, I tell you what, though. It makes the job so much easier because half the bastards that are there, they end up leaving, mm. which is great. <laughs> I, my job's so easy. Goodness me. You're so, giving a voice okay. to the voiceless. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> when can we expect this um, reality show to come out? Have you started filming anything yet? Is it very early stages? Okay, yeah, really early stages. So I just um, signed a reality show. They came to me and asked me if I'd like to host my own show in the States. And I yeah, of course, why not? Yeah, I'm there. Um and I just signed with Paramount as a movie deal. Mm-hmm. So they're oh, looking wow. at a movie, uh, a drama series, and a, um, yeah, there's a few things on the on the thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm just about to launch a book through Penguin. So that's Amazing pretty, pretty stuff. Cool. And so, yeah. Bill, before we let you go, what if people want to hire you? How do, they, how, do you, how do you get your services? Oh, mate, it's pretty easy now. You just <laughs> Google the coffin confessor and he's there, you know, and, and he'll show up. It's not really a case that uh, I can't travel or go anywhere. I can. Mm. Uh, you know, we can wear a mask. They won't even know who I am wearing a mask. How's that? <laughs> That's it. Unless you <laughs> put the coffin confessor across the front of it <laughs> to match the number plate. Oh, that's absolutely incredible. And have you have you trademarked the idea? Like, is this your business? And you, now that it is becoming more popular, would you, like, hire underling confessors that would go off yeah, to other yeah, funerals? Because yeah. there could be clashes yeah. now. Yeah, so what I did is before I actually launched it and brought it out to the uh, world, uh, yeah, I made sure I trademarked it all and I got some patents in place and I just did a few things that had just secured myself and, and, you know, 
And then all of a sudden, an agent from the US who looks after Oprah Winfrey and a few other people said, look, I want to be your agent. I love this idea. Yeah, let's work on this and let's get it somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. Let's do it. Well, first off, I've got to say, when he rang me, it was 3 a.m. and I told him to F off. (laughs) (laughs) But he rang back later on and I thought, okay, I'll take your call. I'm awake now, sure. (laughs) Amazing, Bill. Well, look, thanks so much. Bill Edgar, the uh, Coffin Confessor, we really appreciate your time here. And I hope, honestly, hope that uh, – or well, maybe I will see you at my funeral. Um, <laughs> oh, I won't you see know. you at my funeral. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The most amazing thing, though, is, what, what, you know, you got guys have got to think that you're going to go home soon, and so if you die on your way home, touch wood, you don't, but if you do, what's at home that you don't want anybody finding? That? Nah, nothing, mate. <laughs> I'm just just – <laughs> Just uh, the squeaky clean. Um, no, nah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm no comment. Just web browser, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. You can send your computer passwords to Bill. He'll be able to get in there. And, uh, yeah, anything that was not on incognito, he can sort out. All right, Bill. Thank you. Very kind. Thanks, of Bill. You. See thank you next time. Thanks for having me. Take care. All the best. You too. Thank you. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Matthew, do you have a favourite statistic? No. <laughs> and I'll tell you now because I I have spent my whole life trying not to have a favourite statistic. <laughs> well, you make a terrible statistician, unlike Frank Duckworth and Tony Lewis, two English statisticians who I guess were sick of watching cricket through a rain delay and the whole game being called off. They're like, no, we can find out a way to equally measure what score this team needs to get. They come up with this whole system, the Duckworth-Lewis method, and now, from now on, every rain delay in cricket, they're famous. Duckworth-Lewis, Duckworth-Lewis. Do you know how it works? What's the system? What exactly? I don't know, but this Wikipedia article about it is really long. (laughs) (laughs) Theory, calculation summary, summary of impact on Team 2's target, mathematical theory. Stoppage in first innings, <laughs> stoppage in second in- innings. It is pretty Reduced legit. Reduced target, here, man. team one's innings completed, team two's innings delayed, resources lost at start of innings. There's like, for, oh my lord. How it, the. We're supposed to do, uh, make a, invent one of these things in a week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. What sort of what sort of problems do people need solving, Alex Dyson? Well, I'm very glad you asked because we did ask you, listening, what thing do you constantly get a little bit annoyed with, right? And you go, I wish there was an easy way to calculate this because that's where Matt and Alex come in. The Okine Dyson method is ready to go. It just needs a problem. And Pete, the postie from the sunny coast, has one. G'day, Pete. G'day, boys. Pete, what system would you like addressed? If you go to, a, say, a barbecue... And you ask 10 friends if they do it. Nine friends will admit it. One friend will say they don't. And we all know that they're full of shit. They're lying. They do it. <laughs> okay, so what's and, this? Um, uh, it's sharing logins for streaming services. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Uh, streaming services, they collect your algorithms on each one. One can be full of your, you know, your Kardashians and your uh, Project Runways. The other one, you could have your... Uh, you know, your Adam Sandler comedies. And even another one can have your true crime docs. Okay. 
You've got to register them all. You've got to pay for all of them. So suddenly the money's flying out of the account. So you split it up with mates. Is that what happens, Pete? That's right. And as you boys know, there's two types of people when it comes to login sharing. It's the host, the generous host. Yep. And the other one is the content-sucking parasite. <laughs> and I tell you, I've got a content-sucking parasite deal with and that's my old man my dad Uh oh what's he watching pete what's he doing so a few years ago i you know i went through the painstaking process of helping him set up netflix on his tv over the phone you know he's retired had a bit of time on his hands so i thought i'll give him a my netflix access Mm -hmm. do you think once in the last you know two years he's called me and said hey mate buy sort of a six-pack this month i've got the bill (sighs) no what he's never offered to, to split it at all no, I'm paying everybody month. And the oh. worst thing is, I'm working every day. He's retired. He's just home watching all the crappy <laughs> to watch, you know. And I'm oh, paying for it. Now, that's the worst. what do you reckon, Pete? Because the Yokine Dyson method, we want to make this as equitable as possible. How are you uh, suggesting we split this? Should this be a 50 50? There's two people using the account. Both, no. both should have the uh, equal no, amount. No, no, you reckon it should go even deeper than this? I, I think so. I think you boys have the brain to do it. I think what they need. Your boys need to develop a system where it looks at how much time each user spends on that actual account, and then you build them accordingly per minute of time spent. Okay. But it's not even and that. No, you know what, Pete? It's not just how time spent on the account versus, you know, your dad's time versus your time. Because we've got to look at the what he's doing to affect your algorithm, all right? Because <laughs> suddenly things aren't popping up that you should be seeing, you know? Mm. So so Netflix is going to be ta- – all these streaming servers are going to be tailoring the experience to your dad and not you. So what is that costing you in an emotional sense, all right? Mate, so my, my reputation at Netflix is tarnished. They yep. think that I, I'm a Will Farrell, Adam Sandler, Jason Strasser <laughs> fan, and I'm not. I've, I've got to log. I've got. I've gone to work. I've got to log in and put on some Coen Brothers and Scorsese movies on his on his end just to try and fix up my reputation. <laughs> well, you invite a date over or something. You know, you flick it on. Let's watch a movie. Yeah, and suddenly it's, it's like. Daddy's home it's, too. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we can't be doing this. And I don't feel that you should be having to pay for copying that reputational hit. So leave it with us, Pete. We'll uh, keep searching for this. Thank you very much for chatting to us. Thank you, boys. Please she is. Uh, we've also got Emily who has a, a, an issue that she might need a system for. Hello, Emily. Hello, guys. How are you? What situation are you needing systems for? Well, I would say I'm a bit of a seasoned uh, share house resident Mm -hmm. um i'm up to number six currently and one thing that does pop up time and uh from time to time is when people within the share house within you know my housemates have partners who may or may not want to stay over and i was debating this with my boyfriend last week we do not live together nowhere near it ready for it um Mm -hmm. but we were debating the merits of okay do you split it by room or by number of people and Mm. You know, I've lived with a couple and I've lived with someone who, you know, had their partner over all the bloody time. And <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it, you kind of, you know, you, you, there really needs to be an objective system because otherwise you're just relying on the good mm. will of your housemate to own up and go, you know what, I've had Jimmy around five days this week. He can, <laughs> he can contribute X amount to the bills. But then it's not like, you know, mm. you can't just split the rent because that's not helping anyone else in the house. That's only helping the housemate whose partner it is. And likewise with their share of the bills. It's got to be a mutually beneficial arrangement that acknowledges how long 
partners are staying over in a week. So I mean, you're absolutely yeah, right, Emily, because the partner could be, you know, sure, they could contribute to the electricity bill, you know, because they're there, the, yeah. there a lot. That does not make up for the fact when you step out of the, the shower and the bath mat is already soaking from him oh. having a little go before. Let's right, not there's talk a lot about of how issues many, that we need to be taken into account. How yeah. many hairs you're pulling out of there, of the, of the, you know, bathtub? Mm, well, yes. once they've, uh, you know, had a go in there. So yeah, no, but that is interesting. To, going into share houses, even with a, a, like a, a couple room, like a designated couple room, right? Because yep. sometimes, say, there's three bedrooms, one of which has a couple in it, and then two other people. You don't. Do you do the double rent for the big room? You know, or is it? Because they're sharing a room, you're less in it, but it is a little bit more. Does that room have an ensuite? I mean, there's a lot to it, and it could be. We always paid per person. That's you, what I yeah. always did in share, in share my house. Most paid per recent person. Recent one, yeah, we paid per person, which was like which suited me just fine because you know to 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 this mm. date I've been a single person living in a share house, and like I think I prefer that because you know then then people are getting a, a room really cheap, and you know like I guess okay yeah you're sharing a bedroom, but you also get you know someone to spoon with and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's worth paying that a little bit extra. But look, look, i got to tell you guys, there is a way, there's a website here, Splitwise, all right, and uh, they do do roommates. Um, as they do do a rent calculator. Um, and this is just a couple of things that they talk about, okay? These are some of the things that they're factoring in. Right. Does the uh, room have an awkward layout? <laughs> All right, that's something that you need to factor in. Does it have no door? That's something you have to factor in. And does it have bad sound isolation? Now, we all know in share houses, things can get loud. Yeah, and I feel and, like... I mean, I mean could... they can get loud in the lounge room and they can get loud in the boudoir. All right, yep. so... And it feels like it's something that would need a uh, formula, not unlike Duckworth Lewis, P brackets U slash W equals Z U W over Z U equals 50 W equals zero. Is that yeah. what the Duckworth Lewis says? Yeah. Is? Yeah. So. All right. Well, let let us knock our heads together, Emily, and we we're gonna we're gonna see w- whether we feel like this is a system that we can adopt. Okay. Lovely. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. If you've got a uh, last minute system that you think we can uh, have a crack at, please get in touch with us at matt.and.alex. Until then, stay tuned because we're going to be beautiful minding this on the whiteboard and seeing what we can come up with to help. <laughs> Australia and the world move forward in a few of these tricky issues. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Matt, what was the last thing you Googled? Oh, seriously? Mm. Yeah, I want to know. Oh... Hmm. I don't know if I should say this. <laughs> All right. What's the last thing you do? Googled not on incognito. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Well, okay. So, but I need you to know that the reason why I googled it is because I'm currently writing something. Okay. Okay. So your last will and testaments. My the last thing I <laughs> the last thing I googled is what if you get caught. With fake drugs, <laughs> right? So I was like, I was wondering, That's like, so incriminating, man. No, no, <laughs> because I was wondering if someone was going to sell fake drugs, but they right. got caught. Yeah, okay. do you get in trouble 
Like, so if you were around with a little like, bag of the oregano and someone pulled you up, is exactly. that a crime? Right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to figure okay. out. And it's for a script. <laughs> okay. It is not. It's not for my side hustle. Okay. <laughs> trying to make ends meet here. The old potty isn't, you know, yeah. paying up. Can you can you get charged with fraud? Because Do you know what the answer is? Yes. Yeah, well, and really? it's definitely as it's almost as illegal um, okay. to do it all, to sell and be in possession, mm. all of it it can be um, yeah, because if you're represented as a prohibited drug, you'll be tra- charged as the same offense of drug supply. Really? Wow. Um, yeah, That's interesting. but and also it mostly happens with prescription medication, I read. Ah, there you go. Not as often with uh, your, your street level ones. Well, they say live each moment as if it's your last. And I, I feel these days it could be Google each question as if it's your last because <laughs> the tech giant has threatened to make its search engine, which is a verb these days, unavailable. In Australia, if the Australian this government is, approves legislation that would force tech companies to pay for journalism shared on their platforms, it was a little bit. I mean, it was it was a big flex by Google. <laughs> let's face it, and I think yeah. it was a little bit. I think they showed their cards a little too soon, to be honest, because right. they were like, "Oh, we just want a bit of. We just want you to pay for the news." And they're like, "Well, how about we just don't give you any of our service?" <laughs> and they're like, "Well, that's come on. That's not how you negotiate." Yeah. Um, they they got they were, don't they have like I don't know table tennis tables and sleep pods and stuff in their lunch. <laughs> I, <laughs> what stop stop giving staff ping pong and lettuce <laughs> in exchange for uh, news outlets? Not but going I don't under. know. It's very complicated. But it's mm. a very complicated. There's I'm sure there's many reasons why uh, you know why both sides are battling for their rights. Um, but I mean the thought of. Life without Google exercise. And you, I mean, did you Google something today? What did you Google? No, but I I was going to Google that I knew we were talking about this and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to be square enough to Google this. I'm just going to ask my friends. So actually, let's let's bring producer Bron into this right now uh, because Bron, mm. um, uh, we found out I, I made a TikTok last week and a lot of, you know, you know TikTok, don't you? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of videos okay, that have the hashtag, hashtag FYP, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I don't want to be uh, old Gramps chucking into the Google machine. What does uh, hashtag FYP stand for on TikTok? So what, what's, it, mm. what's it stand for? Matt, do you know? Wait, before Broad tells well, us. Well, I'm just trying to think. All I can think of is FTP, which is F the police. So is it FYP, free your pipple? Free the pip, free the nipple, free the, free pi- the free pipple. pipple. <laughs> oh my god! Um, is it like follow your person, or is it something about like? Oh. It's very boring. It just means for you page. For you page. Because the page that you're flicking through to see the videos, that's the for you page. Right. That's it. I don't mm. get it. FYP. And so they want to be on the for for you page, and so they just put it on that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. What would I do without Google? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's an interesting question. What would we do without Google? And and I don't know whether you know this, Alex Sison, but they've got some interesting technology here in uh, in the Podcast One studios that can actually see into a world where Google doesn't exist. It would be such a different place. I mean, even something as simple as going to the movies with a friend 
would be totally different. Oh, cheers, mate. Hey, I'm excited about this movie. What time does it start? I don't know. Oh, has he got any good reviews? Maybe, but I don't know how to find him. Cool. Who's in it? I do know that. It's Thomas Brody Sangster. Oh, I know the name. What does he look like again? Look, you'd know him if you saw him. Um, how about I draw him for you? A few minutes later. Oh, that guy. Wasn't he in Nanny McPhee? No, I don't think he was. I think he was. Pretty sure he wasn't. I think he actually was. Nah, I, I really think he wasn't, actually. That's funny. I'm pretty sure that he was. Well, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree. Yes. That's a satisfying resolution to this argument. Anyway, we should grab some food on the way there. Are there any good restaurants near here? There is literally no way for me to know that. Um, oh, but I did see a place called Yum Yum with my eyes recently, but I don't know if it's open for lunch. Ah, damn it. Your eyes are here in your head. Um, look, we might just have to turn up and hope. Do you know how to get there? You know what? I don't own a physical map, so I was actually just going to aimlessly roam the streets and hope by pure chance we arrived there somehow. Okay, cool. It'd be good to get some exercise. I did have some concerning symptoms, though, recently, um, but not concerning enough to see an actual doctor. Ah, oh, damn. If only there was somewhere you could go to list those symptoms without any context and then be convinced that you are definitely going to die. Yeah. Hey, what temperature is it outside? Something degrees. What date is Easter this year? It could be March or April, I don't know. Hey, what's the current time in London? Night time. Hey, what's in this margarita? Mmm, stuff. Hey, what's the average length of a tapir? The average length of a Malaysian tapir is approximately 1.8 to 2.5 metres. I studied a biology degree majoring in tapirs. Oh. How's that going for you? Not good! Hence why I said yes to Wednesday lunch margs. Alex Dyson going to reheat some pizza today at some stage and I'm already dreading the sound that my oven is going to make when I open the door. It's an awful sound that always, I always get worried that it's going to wake up my daughter Sophia at night time um, and now I just can't, now I just hate the sound of any time I open my oven door. It sounds a bit like this. Oh. Oh. I'm so I'm so sorry to you listening. Like you put on a podcast for enjoyable audio content and we give you the sound of Matt O'Kine's oven <laughs> opening and closing. Of Optimus Prime assembling. Yeah. Just, I ha- I really hate going to fruit shops and stuff like that because they're moving py- polystyrene buckets around and just squeaking <laughs> it all over the shop. Uh the oven there having a big old creak. Have you got anything in your house that makes that makes noises, Dice? Or are you, you just well, live in some pristine <laughs> Squeaky quiet kind of joint. Well, I mentioned the Squeak hot wa- water service, so um, that's a that's quite a loud oh, one yeah. at, at our joint. But we asked you, what sounds does your house make? Um, we've got a few people getting in touch, including Simon, who's given us a ring from the sunny coast. G'day, Simon. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Thanks, Simon. So uh, you've noticed something in your house makes a sound. Yeah, our uh, ensuite toilet makes a whining sound like a disappointed child. <laughs> <laughs> when? When it's just when it's refilling? Uh yeah, when it's refilling. Uh sometimes twelve o'clock at night as well. So it's oh. a bit annoying. Goodness me. All right. And, <laughs> and well, so we don't have so some you... actual audio, but this is a this is a, a 
a reenactment for the Matt and this, Alex. This is a, this is the exact reenactment of that noise it makes. Okay, give us give us your reenactment, my friend. <laughs> That's right. It it sounds like that we've so, just decided to not go to Disneyland. Yeah, Aww. that's exactly right. And, it, and it, every time it does it, my wife and I make the exact same noise just to pay it out. <laughs> Why does it make that sound? I think it's the pipes or the water is not getting in quick enough. I don't know. I'm an electrician, so I'm not a plumber. So why can't people come up with not noisy pipes? Why are pipes so loud? Maybe it's, maybe it's hungry and thirsty and wants to be fed. <laughs> <laughs> it's disappointed that it's not getting its nutrients. That's I'm not it. getting up at 12 o'clock to fill it up. All right. Thank you very much for that, Simon. Uh, we've also got Michelle from Mornington. G'day, Michelle. Hi, guys. How are you going? Not too bad. What sounds your house make? Um, it makes a noise like a Star Wars character. Right. Okay, yeah, so the, what, the whole house or a particular part no, of it? No, it's our garage door, our roller door, and when you open and close it, it sounds like Chewbacca on a bad day. <laughs> All right, well, we actually right. do have the official audio of Michelle's garage door opening. Let's have a listen to what that sounds like. Actually, your that is the door. Yeah. So we've been living here for about a year and a half. We rent this place, and when we moved in, I said to the agent, "Can we get this fixed?" And they sent someone around and they cleaned the door, but it didn't last long. I just sort of feel bad for my neighbours next door because we're in a block of units, and oh. so if <laughs> well, we go out early or come home late, that's what they're getting woken up to. Well, this is actually Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> And now this is the door and Chewie next to each other. <laughs> so what? It's spot on, Michelle. They're having quite you a have conversation. A Wookiee in your carport. I know, I know. It's yeah, awesome. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Uh, do you well, do you, you talk to much. it like Harrison Ford does occasionally, with the garage door opens? You're like, you're right, Chewie. It is cold today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Thanks for that, Michelle. We really appreciate it. And uh, no let worries. us know if you've got anything uh, that makes a noise in your house. Please record it and send it through to us. Get in touch at matt.n.alex. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yes, thank you very much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. And thank you very much to the Coffin Confessor for uh, spending a bit of time with your boys, Matt and Alex. Would you hire him, Matt? You have some uh, scud missiles you need to fire off from the coffin. <laughs> I'm so nervous that he that he was going to be somewhere that I am. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care if it's a funeral. If I saw him at the shops, I'd be like, oh, God. Here's some truth bombs are about to, <laughs> about to come my way. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, get in touch. Look him up if you need some help. And if, if that is true, get in touch with us as well because we'd love to hear what you're going to say to uh, the mourners. Now, I think that's about it for our hey, show, isn't it, that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, if you've got anything that you want to be said at your funeral, <laughs> we can keep you anonymous. Let us know. We've got the Coffin um, Confessor's uh, details. We'll get in touch with him and uh, hook something up. <laughs>
Um, thanks so much to all the callers as well who got in touch. You can always get in touch with us on Instagram at matt.n.alex. Other than that, we will catch you tomorrow. Hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.